Welcome to the family with L.A. Nick, co-host Catherine Brandt, and Andy Brandt-Bernard. And we will be right back, kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tommy, I need a favor. What's that? Can you say Nissan Titan in that big Tom movie theater voice? Do you want Echo or not? No, Echo's fine. No, Echo, okay. Nissan Titan. Try it with Echo. Okay, wait a minute. This is my Echo. My Echo. I just paid a lot of money for this Echo. Nissan Titan. Man, that's brilliant. We have got a killer deal at our two Nissan stores, Coon Rapids and Burnsville. For this month, for the month of October, you can buy a brand-new Nissan Titan, which is just a badass truck, 0% financing for 84 months. Here's the only catch. We only have 12 of them in stock between the two stores. So, But 0% for 84 months on a Titan, that's unheard of. That's as long as your KQ contract. It is. It'd be perfect. Yeah, so when you get your truck paid off, you don't have to listen to Tom anymore. Yeah, and I don't have to get up anymore. That's brilliant. Can you say Nissan Titan one more time? Nissan Titan. That sucks. We're rocking out, man. That's all Is that I what we're doing? Out. We're just rocking out so, like there's no tomorrow. Is the whole world in a horrible mood or what? Uh, getting worse by the minute. I'm, I, I'm in a good mood. You are? Yeah. I am too, actually. Well, the election will you be are? over in less than a month. <laughs> I this is fun. all the good mood looks like. I've been having ah. fun. I've been taking advantage of all this stuff. Advantage of what stuff? I like the COVID stuff, and I've been taking advantage traveling, and there's no one else around. That is a true. Somebody said that they were traveling through someplace, and there, and everything was packed. Like the airport was packed. A lot really? of places are packed. Yeah. But a lot of places are there's no one there. I like the nowhere. So no why were there. you asking? Is everybody in a horrible mood or what? Yeah, it just seems like everyone's in a horrible mood. I. I I, I, I'm just like so fed up. <laughs> I know, but you let you know why? Because you I'm let it fed. get to you. I am totally letting it get to me. You, I would agree. Yeah, you need you need a, a an hour with Dean Martin music. You're right. See, and glass of wine. I've worked out. I've been working out. That's been helping. Glass of wine and some Dean Martin music. I just need to get out of here. <laughs> We've only got two weeks till the election. I need the election to be over. Once that's over, I think you need the Japanese spa in New I, Mexico. That would be very <laughs> nice. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So that is the deal. Yeah, I well, look. I mean, it's a situation where every day it's something else. Whether it's you know eight inches of snow at the house yeah, yesterday, it's or endless. You know, my brother dying last yeah. week, or I mean, it's like Jesus. But now, here's something positive. If you grew up a nice Catholic kid, the Pope has come out in favor of uh, 
of civil unions for gay men. No pope has ever even come close to saying something but, like but that. Not gay, oh, really? But not I gay thought, women. I thought well, it just was mentions okay. gay men. <laughs> I thought there were a lot of Catholic churches that were no Catholic church churches. Churches, yeah, but, yeah, not, but not the pope. Oh, the pope. But, yeah. I don't think this surprised anyone. Honestly. No. Not the real no. Catholic church. Maybe branches of the Catholic oh, church. Okay. But All right. The pope, Vatican has not. Pope Francis endorsed same-sex civil union, so it is men and women, same sex. Uh, for the first time as Pope, while being interviewed for the feature-length documentary Francesco, which had its premiere at the Rome Film Festival. So he did it to sell a movie. Does anybody do anything for free anymore? Oh, my God. It's always about the money. It's, well, he's not getting out. No. Oh, yes, he is. He's it's about paid. him. He's the movie's paid? about him. Or is he getting paid? Oh, absolutely. You know, there's, I just speak of that. That's, I saw. I saw it was a movie, a museum, the Bible Museum. Did yeah. you see that? Yeah. No. Where's that at? I don't know. It's whatever you Maybe Andy know. can find out where that's at. The quote, homosexual people have the right to be in a family. They are children of God, Francis said in one of his sit-down interviews for the film. We have what we have. We have we ha- what we have to have is a civil union law. That way they are legally covered. While serving as Archbishop of Buenos Aires, Francis uh, endorsed civil unions for gay couples as an alternative to same-sex marriages. However, he had never come out publicly in favor of civil unions as a pope. So basically, um, yeah. So he finally did it because he can bring more you know, people the, to see his movie. The, the Catholic the Catholic Church has really been pushing in in Hispanic countries. That's where they're the biggest. And the problem is, gay gay marriage is very looked down upon in those countries. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, you can't the come out gay in, in places a lot of places in Mexico and all. You, it wouldn't be a smart idea. I understand what you're saying, but it kind it does. Does it surprise me? And and he's not coming out in favor of gay marriage. He's coming out in favor of gay civil unions. There's a difference there, which they'll point out. They'll point that out. But I think he's probably doing that because the Catholic Church is not what it used to be. No, that's very, very true. And I don't know, maybe they can can lighten up now. It seems like they're, they're almost politicians now. They are politicians. They always have been. These people are disgusting. Look, I love growing up Catholic. I love going to Catholic school, all my buddies, all the rest of it. One thing that I will say about Catholicism that I really liked is that it in- involves the Italians and the Irish and Americans and all these different countries of people. I always liked that about Catholic It does Catholic make you Church. think twice, too, and it makes you, I think it gives you a little bit, makes you respect other people a little bit easier than if you don't have any yep. religion in your life. Well, it's the thing I always liked about any sort of Christianity is because once you're you say you're a Christian, you're a Christian. It doesn't matter what you look like. Right, doesn't right. matter where you're from. Yeah, it's true. You know, whereas my I remember my Jewish friend said, I like the Jewish faith because they don't want you. <laughs> they don't they don't recruit you. Right, right. You're right, either a chosen right, person or right, you're not. Exactly. And it's I true. was like, well, I guess there's truth to that. But I but I do notice most of my Jewish friends have the same uh, moral laws that we have that uh, me as a Christian has. Yeah, well, most, so true. it's it, yeah. it's yeah. close to the same. Most religions do. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're supposed to. They're supposed to. But. Yeah. I mean, you can twist anything into anything. Yeah, I guess so. You know, my favorite thing about Judaism and Catholicism—the one place you can really tie it together—is the spouses who convert to either Judaism or Catholicism oh, yeah. are always a much better Jew or Catholic <laughs> than you ever were. <laughs> I just love that about them. 
Converts are always like that. Converts are the worst. Well, I asked my friend about that because I I was complaining about a friend of mine who converted, and she was like very harsh about everything. She's like... I won't drive a Mercedes Benz because oh, it's, it's German. Oh, and she God. was like, I was like, whatever. I won't okay. buy a glass of milk and a plate of meat almost in the same every, room. Every, yeah, almost she every was, Jew I know is a Mercedes. Exactly. <laughs> That's about right. Exactly. Yeah. It's the best car you could own. Yeah, so yeah. Why not? Car, yeah. yeah. My friend yep. growing up, whose mother was actually in a concentration camp. <laughs> oh, those are Mercedes. And her, they had a German Shepherd. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, you don't you blame go. the dog for yeah. what happened over in, in well, she and she just looked at me like I was crazy and we you know, had this you, big fight about even it. Look back at, at, at all that, the Holocaust and Hitler, the thinking that it actually could happen. It's like the whole half most three quarters of the world listened to some crazy man yeah. and went along with him. Like That's right. It's crazy. It's all it's almost like you couldn't write that movie. I will tell you why that one year when Billy Crystal and Christopher Guest and all those guys were on Saturday Night Live was by far the funniest year of that show is when Billy Crystal would do Sammy Davis Jr. after he converted to Judaism. I'm feeling a lot of spilkes. <laughs> all these Yiddish words. It was really funny. Man, I'm feeling a lot of spilkes, babe. He was, he was good. But she, she said the reason why people who convert, they get so crazy, is because they drill that into them when they do convert. Oh, they do? Yes. Yes, they really. Well, just the you know things that have happened, the Jewish people. We didn't know that. Well, they just really drill it into you. Right. It's almost like conversion therapy in a way. You know, it's well, not brainwashing, but just like this. This is what you really need to know. This is our oppression. You know. Speaking of Saturday Night Live, which has been horrible for years, terrible. But Uh. the other night, Jim Carrey played Biden. Yeah. And I I just saw some clips on social media, but Mm -hmm. no one's showing it, and they're they're keeping away because he's so good, and he he, like does Biden. It's pretty funny. Is it really? Yeah, but but all the social media platforms are hiding it. Because he's, because it embarrasses Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, makes Biden hiding, just laugh at ourselves. They're hiding. Oh, They're God. hiding. <sighs> I've begged people who do impressions to. No one can do an impression of me. I wish I could get one guy to do an impression of me, but they can't do it. They said my voice has three different tones in it. There's a I'm high middle. Think, I'm trying to think people that I know who do impressions who who could do you. I'm trying to think. I could. I've asked them everyone that I've ever met to do one, and they can't do it. I think I, Jeff Richards could probably do it. He used to be Saturday Night Live and Mad TV. He, yeah. I'll have to send him a note. I think he could probably pull you off. That would be great. I'd love it. Call myself on the phone. Because he pulls a lot of people off. That'd be great. He's one of the best that I've seen impersonators. I would love it. So. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, so Saturday Night Live we're talking about it was good for one year and the entire fifty year run or whatever it's been. No, it was good for it was good for two seasons. Two? I think so. You know what pushed me out the door was the Coneheads. I was like, you really think this is funny? <laughs> yeah, that wasn't funny. It's not think. funny in the least. But the next, <laughs> yeah, what that was, was really the, dumb. the season? Ugh. The season with uh, uh, it was like three seasons in or four seasons in. It had some pretty good episodes, but then it just went right in the toilet. Well, that it depends on what yeah. cast you like. Like, I thought Jane Curtin was really funny. Yeah, I, I liked Jane her. Curtin. Belushi obviously was hilarious. Belushi was very funny. Um, I they, liked Chevy Chase when he was on it. I thought he was, he was only was a funny. one year, though, right? Was it only a year? It was only a year. Yeah, it was it was only one, one year. year, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Then he became a movie star. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 
But yeah, I don't know. I, Chris, when Chris Farley, Chris Farley days, Chris Farley, yeah, that was some good episodes. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, you're that right. Some, that you're was right. a good season. Man. Oh yeah, that was, yeah, that was a good season. And yeah, the nicest guy season. in the damn world. Probably the most modern com- sitcom comedy was that. That was probably the last good season. Yeah, probably true. You know yeah. what? You just gave me a, a very happy thought, all of you, because Chris Farley in person was a lot like my brother Troy. Was he's a very gentle, very nice man. Mm. Actually cared about, hey, how you doing? How's everything going? He was a lot like Troy as far as a personality is concerned. When he wasn't doing shtick, him and, him and Sam Kennison were a lot like. Yeah, Kennison, yeah, I, they oh, I suppose that's true. Very yeah. chill, super yep. chill, yep. would give you anything, would give you the shirt off their back. Yep. They had the, kind of the same, not, yep. not talk-wise and all, but personality. They were kind of just chill. You can't say Chris Farley without... Me laughing about Andy. About Andy. Yeah. It smells like Chris Farley in here. <laughs> there was some sweaty guy. And Andy, of course, had never smelled Chris Farley because well, he never met him. We were, we were in a checkout line at like Target or something, and there was one of those tabloid things, and it was showing Chris Farley like, really like sweaty and, and partying yeah. and bloated. He looked, I mean, it was towards the end of his life. It was, he yeah. Looked he like looked like he would smell very bad. He looked horrible. And Andy looked at that. And he's like, "Who is that?" And I'm like, "It's Chris Farley. He's uh, he's got a drug problem." So we we talked about it. And then it makes me mad. That... And he's like, "It smells like Chris Farley in here." <laughs> That's really. It makes me mad that people don't help to help save people like that. Like he had so many friends, but yet everyone just stood by and watched Sometimes the train crash. Sometimes, Sometimes you, you can't, can't save yeah. them. Oh, mm, I call true. bull crap. I needed saving at one point in my life, and somebody I hardly even knew. I mean, I knew him. It was I was friends with him, but we weren't like best friends. His name's Joe Grasso. Is knocked on my door, said, "Dude, you need some help." And none of my real friends, like my close friends, mm. they didn't do crap because they wanted to party with you. No, they actually did. They weren't partying at that time. This is later in life. Oh. I didn't have a problem with anything until later in life. I went through a divorce and lost a business, and that, then I went down a rabbit hole. You don't lie. Um, Nobody ever married you. Don't make that. <laughs> we do have Impossible. to take a break here. Oh my, yes. We got to take a break. Out. We'll be we right back. Guest. All right, we have a guest. Yeah. I thought that was next hour. It says eleven fifty, doesn't oh, it? Oh, we yes, definitely got to get going. Oh, we'll be right back. Tom Bernard here with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, this is a tough time for businesses, not only in the Twin Cities, but all over right now. Can you tell me a little bit about what North American Banking Company is doing for your customers? Tommy at the bank, we're helping businesses with all of our tools at our disposal. Lenders are working as long as it takes with our customers to help them through these tough times. We've processed well over 300 loans for customers and funded over $70 million through the SBA's Paycheck Protection Program. Through our payment deferment program, our current customers were able to skip one, two, or even four payments with no penalty. Finally, being a locally owned and operated bank, we're able to move quickly and take action for our customers when they need us most. Why not bank with my banker? God, I can't tell you how great (laughs) it is working with Billski. Did you record that, Andy? Could you send that to me? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Dan, 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 Dan. That's me rocking out. What do you think? What do you think of that action? So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, seven to nine inches of snow, depending where you live in Minneapolis, St. Paul, the 20th of October. It's not true. I I just saw on, on... 
the news that we're supposed to get another eight inches tomorrow. Tomorrow. So Is that tomorrow? true? That's correct. Yeah, wow. tomorrow. <sighs> tomorrow. And eight then more to, on eight Sunday. Eight to 12. It just flurries See, on Sunday. See, I'm just can't. Eight to 12 tomorrow. It just flurries on Sunday. Okay, yeah, so. Just flurries. That's what I've seen. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking up flights to Florida <laughs> right now. Yes, uh, which, what week out can I go? What week can I go? Japanese spa in Santa Fe, I'm telling you. Yeah. Did you notice, by the way, she said, what week can I, I go? go? You don't want to go. <laughs> Oh, you, you decided? I asked you if you wanted to go somewhere. Well, it would be no. kind of difficult to leave here on Andy's birthday and Halloween. Right and the day after your birthday, I'm out of here. <laughs> we could go. We could leave after after Halloween. Yeah. We could go for a few weeks. Absolutely. Just do the show from down there. Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. If you want to. I need to get out of here. You can leave after. If it's gonna, well, Halloween's on a Saturday, so we could leave that Sunday. Because it doesn't look like it's going to get warm. I think this is here. Oh, what what are you you oh no, it's We're not going to get warm. Man. Oh, it's, it's winter. Fall. It's, it's, it's definitely summer's winter. coming back. Fall. You look at the calendar. Oh, it's no, fall. this is winter, man. It is not. It's going to be 13 <laughs> degrees in two days at night. I know. That's, I know. I got to make a plan. Done, I got to make a plan. Winter, oh, man, winter's here full force. I got to get out of here. the door <laughs> open. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Gotta get out of here. The only thing we'd have to do, we're gonna have to get an engineer uh, down there, put him on the phone with with, uh, Connor and make sure they got it all teed up. I'll tell you, anyone that's traveling, whatever state you're looking at, whatever state you're looking at going, make sure they have a Republican governor because the Democratic Uh, governor states are locked down tight. Oh, yeah, they're all locked down. Florida is open for business. Yeah, all the Republican states are. I don't even care. I just want to see some sunshine. Mm. I got to I can't, I can't go. It's been. Dark and cloudy for four days, five Bill days. Bill mostly doesn't want to hear about your Sorry. We do have Bill. I'm just done. Like, we can do it in the next segment. Honey. I can't take it. Bill, my wife uh, just said on the show, on the air, she said, when can I go to Florida? Not me, not my wife, uh, going uh, going with my wife. She just wants to I go. wanted you to go to Dallas for your birthday. You said no. Bill, what am I going to do? <laughs> well, it makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, here we have too much sunshine. I'm, I'm calling from Los Angeles, where it's actually mercifully overcast today. Oh, it's, oh, yeah, because it's been very hot. 100-degree weather, 100-degree and sunshine in, in October. Come on. Yeah. If you were 100 cl- degrees, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't, think I'd rather take this than 100. I'm sorry. Too much sunshine, I'd like to... Uh, <laughs> I know what he's talking about. Why you? Why you? Why you? <laughs> so, Bill, it uh, looks like I'll be without a wife for a oh, month or six. Mm. Just take off. I'll be up here freezing my... Uh, Bill, what we're talking about is, I don't know if you know this or not, but we got uh, between seven and nine inches of snow, the earliest it's ever snowed that much in Minnesota. Uh, it's only yeah, right now... Right. I think since, it is true. since Hoover was president. They said of, of all time. Eh. I saw since Hoover was president. Really? I'm but sure what? one year it snowed in, like, July. Just no, it didn't snow <laughs> in July. Just because it's Minnesota. All right, we got to talk to Bill. Yeah, we can't... Because Bill, Bill's going to be on... Yeah, who needs that? The spooky season of Halloween, Bill Mosley with us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, great having you on, Bill, because uh, this is one of those situations where, oh, you and I have talked before. You've been on this show several times, and you were on the morning show this week, and I love talking to you about this stuff because Halloween, the spooky season, is a huge... Uh, do you think, Bill... Now, you don't have to make a judgment here, but I do think, let me put it that way, I do think that growing up Roman Catholic made me like a huge... Spooky movie fan because it was just I don't know why why that would tie in but I think that's true. I think it's because of The Exorcist came out at the exact right time. Well, it's a possibility. Yeah. 
You ever been possessed by yeah, the devil, Bill? You know, because, uh, yeah, <laughs> demons and devils are very popular. <laughs> right, right. That's exactly. So maybe, you know, I never believed in them much, as a matter of fact, uh, I would sit there and go, yeah, whatever. Uh huh. I don't like. I can't watch spooky movies. You can't. No. Nice Italian boy like you. No, it's not. They're not for me. Especially slasher movies and stuff. I can't do it. Love them. Got to stay positive. <laughs> yeah, it's not just not something. You know, I, can I was watch. actually, you know, in my in my humble opinion, and I've only seen eight thousand four hundred and seventy-two horror movies. <laughs> <in my> day, <laughs> but, I I still think that uh, number one. Number one, above uh, Night of the Living Dead, Chainsaw Massacre, Insidious, Sinister, you name it, you name it, uh, it's got to be The Exorcist. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary. The old Exorcist, I think, is the, is the best horror movie ever made. And, you I know, did, that's uh, it's about as Catholic as it gets. I did watch that movie. It's <laughs> still stuck. It's still burned in my brain. And is God, I, had, when would that, I saw it when it came out. So when was that? Oh, God. It was 1970. Yeah, so I was like a little that. kid, and it still 72. burned in my brain. And I think that's why yep. I don't like horror movies. That's why I don't oh, watch because them. Because it scared you? Yeah. It's a horrifying movie for I gotta, a kid. I got to tell Bill my great story. We're at the Gopher Theater in downtown Minneapolis, which had one of those old theaters that had a balcony in it. And we're sitting in the front row of the balcony. I'm in the middle. To my left is a kid I go to Catholic school with. On my right is a Protestant kid that I grew up with as well. And that scene where she starts talking about what uh, her, his mother's doing in hell. Remember that scene? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Cook Socks. Yeah, Cook Socks. That's exactly what she <laughs> said. Your mother cooked socks in hell. I know. <laughs> I, was, I, I never wore a pair of socks for you know, two years after that. For a long time after that. But the weird yeah. thing is, Bill, this is true. When she says that, my Catholic buddy to my left got up and left the theater. He was so terrified by that whole thing. And I look over, and I had to reach out and grab my friend, the dog, by the belt because he was going to fall out of the balcony. He was laughing so hard. He thought it was hilarious. The other guy's terrified. The, the guy in my right thinks it's hilarious. So there you go. <laughs> you never know. Well, it sounds like you had a good, a good balance of friends. <laughs> That's exactly right, Bill. And I do have to throw this in here because I just love doing this when Bill Mosley's on. You've seen Bill in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D, The Blob, Grindhouse, Halloween, Death House, Dead Souls, Blood Knight, Three from Hell, and Honey, I Blew Up the Kids. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Love it. And I, I, still, I still get residuals from that one. Ooh. Nice. Glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear that, Bill. So, Bill, that was actually the, that was the second movie uh, uh, that uh, that I was in that was directed by Randall Kleiser, uh, and I met Randall doing White Fang for Disney. Oh, uh, sure, yeah, up in uh, Ames, Alaska, and then uh, Randall Randall liked me so much he gave me a little part in uh, Honey, I Put Up the Kids. So, that, that, that's a know, Disney movie bless, too, right? Bless his heart. Wasn't wasn't that huh? that was Disney too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought. So yes, and those you know that's those are the residuals that last. I mean, a lot of the other ones, um, you know, just from a purely financial point of view, um, independent, you know, low budget, more or less. Um, you know, the residuals sometimes they don't come at all. Um, and a residual, of course, is you know the money you're paid every time it's aired on right. TV or right. you know how many DVDs are sold, etc. And uh, yeah, so so bless bless Disney, man. I, I always, always uh, we always have a special 
special place for the mouse in this family. And, Tom, and you, everyone who's ever worked for Disney says the same thing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Tom, you just subscribed to a horror channel, right? Horror Max. I think it's called Horror Max. So, would that is, is that helpful for residuals for people? Probably not. Um, you know, not really. I mean, you know, stuff like Netflix and things like that. Um, you know, you, you certainly do get something, but it's uh, pretty diluted by mm. the time it gets on, on those it's channels. Like a so, uh, you know, uh, you know, so that's that's not really where um, you know where the, uh, the you know I'm I'm making my money these days. Right. Okay. I'm making no money, so that's not where. Um, so well, you know, between between uh, between conventions and, uh, and production, you know, right. a lot of that has uh, also you know been shut down by the the virus. So. Oh, that's true. I never even thought about that. Almost convent. You must go to how many conventions in a good year do you attend? Um, I think I think in a good year, probably you know upwards of twenty. So that's wonderful. Well, some states are still having conventions. I saw Shatner at a convention just the other day. Just not just well. He is. Uh, yeah. He. I think. I'm not sure if he's actually uh, a mechanical man. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, he is about ninety. He's an android by now. <laughs> well, he's ninety. Isn't he? uh, you know, I, I've seen I've seen some guys show up at conventions that really should be. Um, uh, you know, and this is not certainly to, to you know paint him with the same brush, but but some guys who probably should have you know certainly be in bed if not. Uh, <laughs> You know, <laughs> not in, in uh, you know, uh, in the great beyond. Well, he got paid but, big. Uh, he got paid big money for that travel site. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Right. Oh yeah, Priceline. Priceline. Priceline he yeah. got paid on that. But I actually was yeah. at a, I was at a convention uh, two weekends ago in Phoenix. Uh, my first convention since uh, I think it was Feb February was the last convention I'd gone to. But I did go to one in Phoenix a couple of weeks ago. Oh, okay. Um, which was actually beautifully socially distanced and masked, and you know they followed all of the protocols. They worked hand in hand with the local government, et cetera, et cetera. And um, and then I came back and uh, got a got a COVID test, and uh, you know mercifully negative. So now my wife is thinking about uh, you know coming back to the bedroom. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> sure, she's very she's very afraid. Actually, she's she's. Out of she's on you know on her side of the house now um, for that, and then um, I got the negative test, and then I got a job doing a music video um, a couple of days later, and so I've just gotten the COVID test back for that one, and uh, that's negative. So uh, is, is that being tonight? I think we'll finally be in the same bed, so that's great. Is that being shot in L.A. or did you have to go someplace else? Uh, yep. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so it is opening up. Okay. Or at least my segment of it and it's you know and it's funny because it's a video that that has a zoom theme so i didn't really have to do a whole lot except you know sit in a chair you know staring at a tv monitor that's not a bad plan bill uh, how much time do you have do you have, do you have another interview coming up because i don't want to screw over the next person but if you don't we'd like uh, to keep you know, i have about you know i have about uh, 15 20 minutes do you have is it okay i need to take about a two minute break and come yep. back for another seven eight minutes is that all right Absolutely. I love it, Bill. We'll be right back more with Bill Mosley. Ladies and gentlemen, the spooky season of Halloween. 
Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin, is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Our very special guest, Bill Mosley, with us. Uh, now a genre icon, twice over, Mosley lives a quiet life in Hollywood with his two daughters, two cats, a cantankerous parrot named Mr. Hanky. Did you name it after the per- the turd? Yes. I yes, knew but Mr. Hanky. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm sorry to say that Mr. Hanky has, has passed on to the great Evie oh, guy. Oh, that's too bad. Ah, it was it was heart, it was heartbreaking. A parrot named after a turd. Now we're talking. Yep. Works for yep. me. Where was Mr. Hanky? That was on, was that Saturday Night Live? What was Mr. Hanky? On? That was South Park. South, South Park. Park. There Mr. you Hanky go. Was a, yeah, Mr. Hanky was a green-cheeked conure. And uh, really a wonderful little bird if you didn't get oh. too close to him. Oh, okay. Well, he, 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 had a, he had a bite and beat. Yeah. <laughs> how, did he, how did he die? Because they usually live a long time. Uh, he lived uh, 17 years. Okay. There you have it. And then just one morning, he was a little, you know, he, he looked a little frail, and then, you know, within a couple hours, he had fallen off the perch, so to speak. Oh, yeah. i got to finish this sentence because it ends very nicely. Now a genre icon twice over, Mosley lives a quiet life in Hollywood with his two daughters, two cats, a cantankerous parrot named Mr. Hanky, and Lucinda, the love of his life. Aww. See? That's very sweet. That's very sweet. Yes, who, who will love me once again now that I've, I've tested negative. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, her, 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 her love is conditional. Uh, well, conditional on not dying. Yeah, she, doesn't, she just doesn't want to die for you quite yet, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> my, my love is all, all embracing. Hers is conditional. <laughs> well. He's practical. You're He's a solid practical. guy. practical. I'm romantic. He's a hysterically funny, bright, approachable guy who also finds time to release full-length albums of experimental rock and roll with the likes of guitar god Buckethead from Cornbugs, Ernie Sharon from Spider Mountain. Both Cornbugs and Spider Mountain CDs are available. L.A. Nick is here. You know, so you do you know Buckethead? I don't. I know who he is, but I don't know him. Well, you don't know him, okay? No. I thought you might know him because no. I think I'm sure. Uh, you know that that must be that must be old because I also uh, released a uh, an album, experimental rock and roll, quote unquote, uh, with uh, Phil Anselmo, Pantera. Oh that's yeah, cool. wonderful. See, that's great. Yeah, stuff. That, that came out uh, about a year and a half ago. It's called Phil and Phil: Songs of Darkness and Despair. You know and, what? Uh, that's think... available. I think I've heard some of that. Records. We got to get that. We got to track it down and play it. Play it on the show. That'd be great. Do we I'd have to pay to residuals? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I hope so. I hope, yes, I hope. You guys, 
Uh, Bill, I don't think I talked to you about this, but maybe I've brought it up before, but was there one horror film when you were a kid that just locked you in and said, my God, look, I love this stuff? Was there one like that? Uh, you know, I, I mean, my very first horror movie was in 1956, I think, or 57. Um, I was, I was, we were visiting Granny in New York City. Granny oh. had an apartment in New York. All right. And uh, Granny took me to, this is my mother's mother, um, took me to see the first run of The Blob with Steve McQueen. Sure, yep. Playing in the theaters. And, uh, and, she, and Granny, I guess, thought it was, you know, harmless. And she took me to see it, and of course it scared the the uh, Jesus out of me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember going back to Granny's apartment. Uh, Granny, you know, put me to bed, uh, left the door open. I'm sure I said, please don't shut the door oh. in the darkness. So she left the door open just enough so that the light from the hallway shone or glinted off the mirror above the dresser at the foot of the bed. And for some reason, the light on the mirror just scared the crap out of me. And uh, that started it all. I can see that, sir. And then my mom, a couple of years later, took me to see a double feature in Wakanda, Illinois. She took me to see The Fly and The Return of the Fly. Oh, sure. The Fly. That was gross. With David Edison and Vincent Price, you know, The Fly and The Return of the Fly. And uh, that pretty much did it. That was, I was gone. I could see that. I don't know why I know this, but the you know what the very first horror movie ever was? The very first horror movie? Nosferatu? No, it was in, it wasn't. in the late 1800s, The House of the Devils. The House of the Devils? Yep, or House nice. of the Devil, something like that. was the first horror movie ever made. I had no idea that. I don't know why good. I know that, but I do. Has anybody ever seen The Fog? I think it was in 1869 or oh, 1870. Yeah. I've seen The Fog. It's the worst movie ever, isn't it? I remember The Simpsons <laughs> parodying it, but I don't remember the actual <laughs> yeah, the movie. Simpsons there was a lot one. of bad horror movies. Just, well, there's there's yeah. The Fog, and then there's The Mist. Uh, oh. but, uh, the fog with Jamie Lee Curtis is great. It's, uh, that's a John Carpenter classic. Yeah, that was good. You're right. Really? Yeah, I think there was, was one where it would, I mean, it would knock on the door and you opened it and there was fog. Mm-hmm. And then you would, like, die. The fog was, knocked on the door. It was horrible. Don't touch the fog. <laughs> The fog. So I thought there was a pirate inside the fog. That's what was there killing everybody. There were. There, yes. A there was a pirate. Yeah. Was well, that makes it so much better. Yeah. <laughs> well, you you, you got to give it a chance. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're all. They're all part of the the TNA well, horror movies. Oh, uh, no, like Adrian Barbo didn't do TNA. She sure. did too. She did really. Didn't she? I don't. Well, it's Adrian Barbo, so right away it's yeah. Well, TNA I don't movie. Know. That wasn't the fog though she was jamie curtis was in the fog adrian barbara was in swamp thing adrian barbara was also in the fog in the fog oh, really? yeah, she was yep. in the fog see too. i know things fog too <laughs> there was i know and that's, the fun, that's the fun part of now she wasn't <laughs> but that is the fun part uh of going to these conventions is you meet all these people i you know i i've I hung out with adrian a couple of times we also did a she did a show uh hbo show called carnival sure and, yeah, uh, yeah i yeah. was yeah. on that See, yeah, I, I was that. on that too, so we're, we were pals from that. I remember, uh, but I, I end up seeing all of these, you know, these horror icons. Um, I see a lot of them at these different conventions. You oh, know, Robert England, uh, Kane Hodder, Bruce Campbell, Linnea Quigley. Uh, you know, all kinds of uh, you know, great Danny Trejo. Uh, you know, Danny. all these guys Love from uh, the different movies. 
So it's a lot of fun, and it's a great, you know, it's a, and it turns into a, it's a great um, uh, community, uh, you know, the horror people. Uh, uh-huh. Really, and actually, you know, some of the sanest people you'll ever meet are the ones that, uh, you know, you know, cut people up with chainsaws on screen. Oh, oh not disco <laughs> it's, the ones, it's the ones that cut people up with chainsaws, you know, when no one's looking. What do you think? What do you think the future is for horror? I think I think uh, you know obviously uh, horror continues to reinvent itself not only with uh, you know the evolution of special effects and mm-hmm. computer graphics and things, but also uh, the stories just keep changing. I, and I'm sure that there's probably a, you know a good a good analyst will tell you what the basic story is in every horror movie, but you know, it keeps changing. Um, I think I think the horror genre, for me, uh, and not just because you know that's the one I I love, but um, you know, it's got so many different possibilities, so many permutations and combinations of political stuff, of religious stuff, of just plain scary stuff. You know, backwoods stuff. I mean, there's so many different uh, kind of subspecies of horror movies. That you really, you know, you just, you know, it's it's an endless uh, landscape or cemetery scape or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> and it's always been fun for me. I, I I love I love playing the bad guy, Christmas. That's you know, in a horror movie, that's what you want to be. That's that's your romantic lead. I mean, yes, you can have a nice looking guy, you know, with his arm around a girl, but you know, the romantic lead in a for for a horror fan is, uh, you know, is Jason or Freddy. You know, I got to tell you, Bill. You, I think I've talked to you about this before, but one of the reasons that I think I became such a huge fan of, of horror films is I grew up in the inner city. So when you'd go to the theater where I lived, the Broadway, the Empress, the Paradise Theater, whatever, there would be people talking back to the screen. I mean, that's what. Oh, happened. absolutely. They did in my neighborhood, and I, I remember the, that. The two that I loved the most were always. Uh, don't go in there, girl. Which I loved. They yeah, always, but they always go in there. But they always go in there. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they always matter go in the basement. But you talked about the blob earlier, and for people who don't know, the blob was this looked like a big kind of greasy tar ball that kind of rolled through town. <laughs> that kind of like deal. Flubber. Like flubber. Yeah. Oh. But it was okay. black, right? It was very. Oh, it was I think a black I've seen blob that, yeah. of whatever. We're in the theater, and I had to get up and leave because I was laughing so damn hard. There are a couple of guys next to me, a couple of urban gentlemen next to me, right? And the blob comes rolling the first time, and the guy says to the other guy, Man, that looked like your brother. Oh! <laughs> my. It was a, apparently his brother was a hefty fella. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be my guess. But, Bill... Well, if he, could, if he could squeeze through small spaces, I mean, that would be a blob. Yeah. <laughs> that looks like your brother. The tiniest of holes. I love that so much. Uh, you know, the first time I saw you know a movie that would that would change my life was in uh, the mid '70s in Boston. I was uh, there working working in Boston after college, and I went to a double bill in the Combat Zone, and that's kind of the you know the equivalent of Times Square of Boston, the Combat Zone. Yeah. And I went to and it was an old theater called the Paramount Theater, and they were running a afternoon matinee double bill of Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee Ooh, and the it. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What? And uh, and I went to, uh, you know, I got there in time for, you know, obviously the first first movie as well. And 
throughout that whole movie, everybody was yelling at the screen, kick his ass, Bruce, come on, Bruce. <laughs> you know, raucous and funny and very it's, urban in yep. that sense, you know, yelling at the screen. Love and it. then the opening of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre happened, and the, the place went dead silent. And it just stayed. It was like the opening shots of the Chainsaw Massacre are these kind of, you know, slow strobes of, uh, of, a, of a dead body that's been, you know, it's all rotted and stuff. And you hear this kind of, you know, screechy violin music, you know, like, you know, and like a coffin lid opening and these slow strobes of this uh, rotted body. And, uh, and everybody just thought, you know, er- somehow it struck everyone dumb. And nobody said anything until the end of the movie. I mean, it was just like, it just sucked the air out because it was something nobody had ever, had ever seen before. It was not a typical horror movie. And, um, you know, again, it, it completely freaked me out to the point where I finally, I saw it about eight more times during the course, not, not at that theater, but during the course of the next couple of years. And then finally, um, you know, almost 10 years later, no, eight years, so it was 84, um, I was working on a ranch when a kid said, you know, this crazy kid I was working next to said, the Texas Chainsaw Manicure. <laughs> and uh, I heard that, I went, whoa. And I wrote a five-minute short called the Texas Chainsaw Manicure. I cast myself as the hitchhiker sure. from the original Chainsaw Massacre. And, uh, and uh, Toby Hooper, the director of the original Chainsaw, saw my short. Uh, loved it and uh, hired me as Chop Top in Chainsaw 2 in 1986 on the basis of, uh, you know, the Chainsaw Manicure. I love it. And that, uh, that changed the course of my life. Bill Mosley, ladies and gentlemen, the spooky season of <laughs> Halloween. You're a good man, Bill. we gotta, we got to talk. you got to put out a Christmas movie. We can have you on before Christmas. Put out a Fourth of July movie. We'll have you on then. I love your enthusiasm, well, yeah, Bill. I did. I did. Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Christmas we'll see. is my time of year. <laughs> okay, we'll talk to you again just before Christmas. I can't wait. That sounds good. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. Great to talk to you guys. Nice talking to you. Bye. Bill Mosley, ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a break. Be back with Hour 2.